Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simani Member by Ram Goldar and Therim Zagas Baba Kama Daf Kuf Yud Zayin. The tenth barak Hagozu Umachil. So the three topics we're going to focus on: Number one, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda told Rava about an incident of a Jew who was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, and he obligated him to pay. Rava told him to retract based on a brisa. If a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, Pater, he's exempt. But if he took the money and gave it to the idolater by hand, he's liable. The roof explains that where he directly damaged his fellow's money, he's chayv even under duress. Someone was forced to show and then transport an Amor's wine to idolaters, and Ravashi exempted him, although he had physically delivered it. Ravashi explained, where he first took the idolater to the money, before being told to bring it. He's essentially burned the money, since the idolater can take it himself. Bringing it to him afterwards is inconsequential. Point to the Gemara relates that after Rav Kahana killed an informer, Rav told him to flee to Eretz Yisrael and instructed him not to challenge Rabbi Yochanan's teachings for seven years. Rabbi Yochanan warned Rabbi Yochanan that a line has ascended from Bavel, and Rav Kahana sat in the front row for Rabbi Yochanan's lecture. He posed no challenges and was moved to the seventh row. Rabbi Yochanan commented, Arisha Marta The line of which you spoke has become a fox. Rav Kahana said the seven rows of dishonor should take the place of the seven years and began to challenge Rabbi Yochanan. After being moved back to the front row, the seven rugs under Rabbi Yochanan were progressively removed until he was on the floor. Yochanan's long eyebrows were lifted to see Rav Kahana, and he thought Rav Kahana, whose lip was split, was smirking at him. Rav Yochanan was disheartened, and Rav Kahana died. When Rav Yochanan was informed that it was his normal appearance, he went to his burial cave, which he could not enter until declaring, Yikanes Talmud Eitz Zoharav, let a student go into his teacher. He davened and brought him back to life. Rav Kahana declined to return to Rav Yochanan's yeshiva. And pointing with you, the next mention states, Shat if someone stole a field and a river flooded it and destroyed it, Omer Lahari the robber can say to the owner, Behold, what is yours is before you. Land cannot be legally stolen, so it remains in the owner's possession. Therefore, any damage to the land unrelated to the robbery is not the robber's responsibility. In a bright about the same case, Rabbi Eliezer says, He's obligated to provide him with another field. The Chamim restate their opinion in our Mishnah. The more explains they argue how to darshan the phrases in the Psukim. And he lies to his fellow regarding a deposit or regarding anything about which he swears falsely. Boyazer darshans the phrases as the more expansive riba umia uriba and excludes only one category, shtaros, documents, which are the least similar to the items referred to by the Pasuk, lacking inherent value. The Rabban darshan as the more limiting, kal prat uklal, excluding karkos, lands, she'in mataltin, which are not movable, as well as slaves, which are compared to karka and shtaros, which lack inherent value. So once again, the three points are number one, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda told Rava about an incident of a Jew who was forced by idolaters to show them as fellow's money, and he obligated him to pay. Rava told him to retract based on a brisa. If a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, Pater, he's exempt. But if he took the money and gave it to the idolater by hand, he's liable. The roof explains that where he directly damaged his fellow's money, he's chayv even under duress. Some was forced to show and then transport an Amor's wine to idolaters, and Ravashi exempted him, although he had physically delivered it. Ravashi explained, where he first took the idolater to the money, before being told to bring it. He's essentially burned the money, since the idolater can take it himself. Bringing it to him afterwards is inconsequential. Point to the Gemara that after Rav Kahana killed an informer, Rav told him to flee to Eretz Yisrael and instructed him not to challenge Rabbi Yochanan's teachings for seven years. Rabbi Yochanan warned Rabbi Yochanan that a line has ascended from Bavel, and Rabbi Kahana sat in the front row for Rabbi Yochanan's lecture. He posed no challenges and was moved to the seventh row. 
Yochanan commented, Arisha Martana Seshuel, the line of which you spoke has become a fox. Rav Ghana said the seven rows of dishonor should take the place of the seven years and began to challenge Rabbi Yochanan. After being moved back to the front row, the seven rugs under Rabbi Yochanan were progressively removed until he was on the floor. Yochanan's long eyebrows were lifted to see Rav Ghana, and he thought Rav Ghana, whose lip was split, was smirking at him. Rav Yochanan was disheartened and Rav Ghana died. When Ryochan was informed that it was his normal appearance, he went to his burial cave, which he could not enter until declaring, Yikanes Talmud Eitzel let a student go into his teacher. He davened and brought him back to life. Rav Kahana declined to return to Ryochan's yeshiva. And pointing with you, the next mention states, Shatfano, if someone stole a field and a river flooded it and destroyed it. Omer Lahari Shalchalufanelcha, the robber can say to the owner, Behold, what is yours is before you. Land cannot be legally stolen, so it remains in the owner's possession. Therefore, any damage to the land unrelated to the robbery is not the robber's responsibility. In a bright about the same case where Beliezer says, he's obligated to provide him with another field. The Chami restate their opinion in our Mishnah. The more explains they argue how to darshan the phrases in the Psukim. And he lies to his fellow regarding a deposit or regarding anything about which he swears falsely. Boyazer darshans the phrases as the more expansive riba umia uriba and excludes only one category, shtaros, documents, which are the least similar to the items referred to by the Pasuk, lacking inherent value. The Rabban darshan as the more limiting, kal prat uklal, excluding karkos, lands, she'in metaltin, which are not movable, as well as slaves, which are compared to karka and shtaros, which lack inherent value. All right, so now we're going to go to Simradav Kufyad Zayin, and this one was suggested to us by Moshe Raps from Yushalayim. He suggested that Kufyad Zayin is a gabai with a lot of keys. A gabai with a lot of keys. So here goes. When the gabai with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater where the rabbi kept his money in his study, he was shocked when he saw through the window into the base midrash the rabbi giving shear, getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row as a river flooded a stone field outside and started flooding the room. Once again, it's slow motion. When the Gabbai with a lot of keys, Gabbai with a lot of keys, that must be more of Kufiyad Zion. When the Gabbai with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater, where the rabbi kept his money in his study, which reminds us, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda told Rava about an incident of a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, and he obligated him to pay. Rava told him to retract based on a brisa. If a Jew was forced by idolaters to show them his fellow's money, Pater, He's exempt. But if he took the money and gave it to the idolater by hand, he is chayev. So when the gabbai with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater where the rabbi kept his money in his study, he was shocked when he saw through the window into the base midrash, the rabbi giving sheer getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row, which reminds us, the more brings the story of Rav Kahana fleeing to Eretz Yisrael, and then sitting in Rabbi Yochanan and Shir, being advised not to challenge Rabbi Yochanan for seven years, the Gemara relates what caused Rav Kahana to do so, and then a subsequent death and revival. So when the guy with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater, where the rabbi kept his money in his study, he was shocked when he saw through the window into the base midrash, the rabbi giving Shir, getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row, as a river flooded a stone field outside and started flooding. The room, which reminds us, the next mission states, Shatfanar, if someone stole a field, and a river flooded it and destroyed it, the robber can say to the owner, Behold, what is yours is before you. Land cannot be legally stolen, so it remains in the owner's possession. Therefore, any damage to the land unrelated to the robbery is not the robber's responsibility. In a bright about the same case, where Yezer says, He is obligated to provide him with another field. So once again, when the guy with a lot of keys was forced to show the idolater where the rabbi kept his money, 
in his study. He was shocked when he saw through the window into the base midrash, the rabbi giving shir getting challenged by a rabbi sitting in the seventh row. As the river flooded, a stone filled outside and started flooding the room. All right, so now it's time for Vorbala Ba'a Chazara. Daf Kuf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Kuf Yud Gimel is a geek. So here goes. The coin collector geek. Geek. That must be in Daf Kuf Yud Gimel. Geek. The coin collector geek who refused to take change from the customs collector who collected without limits, which reminds us, the next mission states, one may not take change from coins in the customs collector's box, nor from the tax collector's purse, and nor may one take charity from them because the coins were not taken legitimately and are thus stolen. The more as Shmuel said, Dina de Malchus Dina, the law of the kingdom is considered the law, so the money should not be stolen. Shmuel answered, but The mission's case is a customs collector who has no limit in the amount he takes, which is not a legitimate collection, so the funds are stolen. A different answer is given. So, the coin collector geek who refused to take change from the customs collector, who collected without limits, nor from the thief known to steal from Goyim, which is prohibited, which reminds us, the one teaches that stealing from a non-Jew is prohibited. Rav Shimon Chazidah said, although stealing from a Kanani is prohibited, his lost article is permitted to keep. Rabbi Pinchas bin Yar says, this does not apply where Achilah Hashem may result. Shmuel says to Usum Muteris, money received through his mistake is permitted to keep. So the coin collector geek who refused to take change from the customs collector, who collected without limits, nor from the thief known to steal from Goyim, which is prohibited, had no problem crossing the bridge that the king's agents built to show his friend his coin collection because... Dina de Malchusa Dina, which reminds us, Shmuel taught Dina de Malchusa Dina, the law of the kingdom is considered valid law. Rabbi said, Tigda, you may know this is true because the king's agents cut down palm trees without the owner's permission and build bridges with them, and we go across the bridges. If the wood would be considered stolen, the bridges would be prohibited to use. Daf Kuf Yadalad, so the same Daf Kuf Yadalad is a Kitty amusement park. So here goes. The boy pretending to make Kiddush in the Shabbos exhibit at the Kitty amusement park. Kitty amusement park? That must be more Daf. The boy pretending to make Kiddush in the Shabbos exhibit at the Kitty Amusement Park, standing on stolen unprocessed tides that a thief secretly stole, and were now rendered susceptible to Tuma through the thief's Makshava, which reminds us the Mishnah states, Shalgana, regarding unprocessed hides stolen secretly by a thief, Makshava Matamasan, his thought renders them susceptible to Tuma. Because the owner despaired of retrieving them, the thief acquires them, and his decision to use them as Kalim, meaning mats, makes them susceptible to Tuma. If a goslin stole them forcefully, the owner does not despair because he hopes to sue the known robber in court. Rabbi Shimon holds the opposite. He despairs regarding a goslin who fearlessly robbed him, but not a thief who stole secretly. Ula said the Machokas is only about presuming the owner's Yehush, but by Yadua, where it's known he despaired, everyone agrees that Yehush is affected by both a ganav and a goslin. So the boy pretending to make Kiddush in the Shabbos exhibit at the Kiddi amusement park, standing on stolen, unprocessed hides that a thief secretly stole and were now rendered susceptible to Tuma through the thief's Makshava, casually mentioned that a swarm of bees emerged from a certain man's field as the owner of the field was chasing after them, which reminds us in the Mishnah of Yochum and Broca taught that women and minors may testify about the source of a swarm of bees, thereby identifying the owner. The more asked that they're not valid aid him, and Shmuel explains that the case is where the purported owner was chasing the bees. And the woman or minor were talking casually and said, the swarm emerged from here. So the boy pretending to make Kiddush in the Shabbos exhibit at the Kitty Amusement Park, standing on stolen unprocessed hides that a thief secretly stole, and were now rendered susceptible to Tuma through the thief's Makshava, casually mentioned that a swarm of bees emerged from a certain man's field as the owner of the field was chasing after them. While his friend won a prize when he successfully answered what the halakhi is when you see your Kiddush cup in the possession of your former.
Shabbos guest, which reminds us, the next mission of state, one who recognizes his kalim and books in another person's possession, and a report of burglary went out in the city, the purchaser returns the item, swears how much he paid for it, and takes the amount for the claimant. The Gemara explains that the cases where guests stayed in the person's house, and he got up in the night shouting that his possessions were stolen. Furthermore, there was a tunnel dug under his house, with the guests exiting with bundles of kalim on their shoulders, and everyone saying that the homeowner's utensils and books, which were named and identified as having belonged to were stolen. Daf Kuftezvav. So the similar Daf Kuftezvav is a Katoris maker. So here goes. The Katoris maker. Katoris maker? That must be on Daf Kuftezvav. The Katoris maker who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market and demanded compensation from the owner based on which reminds us, the Gemara says, If someone stole articles and sold them, and the thief was then discovered, Rav quoted Rabbi Chia saying, The claim is only against the first one, meaning the thief. And Rabbi Yochanan quoted Rabbi Yanai saying, The claim is even against the second one. After several interpretations of these two positions are given, Rav Papa explains that everyone agrees the buyer must return the item to its owner, who had not despaired, and they argue if the rabbis instituted a takana sashuk, a remedy of the marketplace allowing the buyer to demand compensation from the owner when the thief has been identified. So the Katoris maker who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market and demanded compensation from the owner based on takana sashuk got splashed by spiced wine that was spilled out from a barrel by someone who wanted to save the honey in someone else's barrel that cracked, which reminds us. The next mission states that where someone's barrel of honey cracked and began to leak, and this other person poured out his less valuable wine from his own barrel and saved the honey in the wine barrel, he only receives his fee for labor and usage of his barrel, but not compensation for his lost wine. But if he stipulated for his wine to be repaid before pouring it out, he can demand compensation. So the Katoris maker who innocently bought stolen spices from a thief in the spice market and demanded compensation from the owner based on Tekana Zashuk got splashed by spiced wine that was spilled out from a barrel by someone who wanted to save the honey in someone else's barrel that cracked. As another man who saw his jug of spiced oil as breaking attempted to declare the oil as truma and miser on produce in his house, which reminds us, a Bryce was quoted which taught that if someone was carrying jugs of oil or wine and saw they were breaking and the contents would be lost, he could not declare them truma and miser on produce in his house. If he does, his declaration is ineffective because the contents which stand to be lost are Hefker and not his. Daf Kuftezain, so the Simmer Daf Kuftezain is a barber giving haircuts. So here goes. While the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his haircut, haircut, that must be on Daf Kuftezain, haircuts. While the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his haircut using the money he was reimbursed with, despite his donkey surviving, which reminds us, Rav Gana asked Rav, regarding one who stipulated to be reimbursed for allowing his donkey to be lost to save his fellow's donkey, if he went down to save his fellow's donkey and his own donkey came up from the river on his own, can he still claim reimbursement? Since he was mafkirit at the time, he simply acquired an owner's donkey, so perhaps his retrieval would not impact his right to reimbursement. Rav answered Mishamai Rachimole. From heaven, they had mercy on him to keep his donkey alive, and he retains his right to reimbursement. So, while the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river, while allowing his donkey to be lost, was getting his haircut using the money he was reimbursed with, despite his donkey surviving, the barber didn't notice the people in the caravan outside paying ransom to some bandits according to the amount of money each were carrying, which reminds us of Brysetal regarding a caravan traveling in the wilderness, and a troop came against it to plunder it, but accepted a ransom. They calculate the members' contributions of the ransom by the amount of money they're carrying, and do not calculate by the number of people in the caravan because the threat was only a financial one.
So while the wet donkey driver who saved his friend's donkey from the river while allowing his donkey to be lost was getting his haircut using the money he was reimbursed with, despite his donkey surviving, the barber didn't notice the people in the caravan outside paying ransom to some bandits according to the amount of money each were carrying, right next to where someone was showing his neighbor's field to the king's agents, causing them to confiscate it, which reminds us, if someone showed someone else's field to agents of the king who were seeking property to seize, causing them to confiscate it, he's liable to pay. Tosos explains he's liable for this indirect damage under the principle of dinadagarm. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you learn about the process when a defendant requests time to prove that a document is forged? That's on Duff. Kufiad base. Good number two, which stuff discusses the din when showing someone's property to idolaters under duress? That's on Duff. Kufiad Zine. Good number three, which stuff do you have a case of one who pours out his wine barrel to save someone's honey and the question of his compensation? That's on Duff. Kuftezvav. Good number four, which stuff they learn about when bandits accept ransom from people in the caravan? They calculate the members' contributions of the ransom by the amount of money each are carrying. That's on Duff. Good number five. Wish up they learn about what the din is when one sees his kalim or svarim in the possession of another. That's on Duff. Good number six. Wish up that we have the mice of Rav Kahana coming up to Eretz Yisrael from Babo and sitting in Rav Yochanan Shir. That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have a whether Tekana Sashuk was instituted, allowing one who bought stolen goods from a thief to collect compensation from the owner? That's on Duff. Kuftezvav. Good number eight. Which of them, according to Simchus, if a father left over an item he stole for his children, they do not have to return it since minors cannot be sued and based in. That's on Dov. Kufiad Beis. Good number nine. Which of the case of a river flooding stolen land and the question if Karka Nigzelis, if land can be stolen. That's on Dov. Kufiad Zayn. Good number ten. Which stuff to Melchokas if Rishus Yorish can Rishus Dami? The Rishus of an heir is like the Rishus of a purchaser, meaning it constitutes Shinui Rishus. That's on Duff. Kofi et al. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.